Bam. Bam, we're live. Buttery bam and then a good bam. Good morning. Hunter McIntyre, it's been a minute. Just texted me, said he's running five to seven minutes late. So you have to deal with my shit for a little bit. Uh, good morning. For those of you who it's morning, feel free to call in. If you think you have something important to say, you want to share, won't fuck around. Jessica, good morning. Hey, Andy, good morning. JSM Go Blue. I haven't seen you before. Thong, 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 thong. Spiegel, good morning. Seema, good morning. Seema, someone sent me a um, uh, your synopsis of the uh, show. Your your minute-by-minute minute breakdown. Very, very well done. I was offended by more than half of it. Thank you. Letting me know what areas I need to work on. Robbie Myers, good morning. Heidi, hi. Tomorrow, I thought it would actually be today, Heidi. Heidi Kroom. I thought it would actually be today. Mr. Anderson. Uh, Elizabeth, good morning. Good morning. You and your to you and your sister. Uh, Chris, good morning. HVRSQ. Good morning. Yes, it is. It always is. Uh, Josh Saunders, the Latino Tony buddy. Oh, okay. Okay. I remember uh, making that comment. Uh, there's a mole. There is. Uh, Hunter, 35 years old. Dude, this guy's making a second run. Can you believe it? A third run? What is, what, I wonder how many runs this is. And by runs, I mean uh, not necessarily shots of the tire, title, but like um, sentiment that seems like he is going to uh, retire or, or, or switch directions and then uh, come back to this, to this High Rocks thing. So someone in the comments once wrote that uh, Froning should try High Rocks. I wonder. I wonder how much that would help High Rocks if uh, if Rich entered. I wonder. I wonder if Rich even would. What are the movements again? It's like it's like a, a wall ball. It's a lot of running. Obviously, it's running, and then it's got that uh, that wall ball piece, and it's got the lunge piece, and it's got the sled piece, and then it's got that broad jump. We'll ask Hunter to, to go through with us once again. But, um, and, and I know and I know I have proximity bias, and probably most of you do too. You'd think that Rich could could kill at it. But, man, dude, if you, if you have not been to Hunter McIntyre's uh, Instagram in the last year, uh, his physique is crazy. And, and I know it's just Instagram, but it looks like he is going hard. Uh, Bruce Wayne tomorrow, I believe uh, – I believe tomorrow. I went and looked today. I tried to sign us up for today, and it said one day left. Uh, Froney wouldn't hurt the sport, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm just wondering if he actually has a a shot. Like, can he do it in this, like, uh, absurd? I think when Hunter started this High Rocks thing, like, breaking an hour was, like, unheard of. And I want to say that he's, like, 54 or 52 minutes now. Something crazy. Hyrox is all running. The other stuff is nothing for a normal CrossFitter. Rich would have to sprint. I don't think he'd do well. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, Hunter is off the chains. A uh, Hunter isn't drug tested. Yeah, but he said in uh, in one of his posts that uh, steroids is for pussies. So, oh, here we go, Heidi. Heidi with the deets. Uh, ski erg. Sled pool. 
sled push, farmer carry, burpee broad jump, rower, lunges, wall balls. That's, I mean, Hunter's dragging along a lot of men, a lot of man, a lot of man. Yeah, let's go with man. Hunter is dragging a lot of man on that uh, run. Um, I There's this, um, I'll pull up his Instagram so we can all look at it. But there's a video he has right now where he's got 500 on his back. And uh, yeah, this is, uh, I, 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 know, I know what some of you are going to quickly jump and say. Um, about his depth here but uh it's still no joke building empires with the boys and then he's got like a a, a five hundo by five so that's 500 pounds uh five uh little quarter squats and he, he then he's got the emoji of like an uh apricot which means he got a big ass and then the king which means you know like he's the king he's the shit a one kilometer run between each station. So it ends up being what, like seven or eight kilometers? Yeah, for sure it's a high. It's high, but dude. Uh, for a sport that someone in the comments said is, hey, it's all about running, 8K total. Thank you, Heidi. You're pulling your weight today. You're always pulling your weight. It's, it's, it's still crazy, right? I mean, look at this guy. This guy is a savage. Look at this. Look at this thing. That's a lot of dude for a sport that's running. Oh, look, and it says PEDs are for pussies. So. So there we go. Good morning, Cameron. Good morning. How about, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Clink. Adam Clink can run, right? How about him? Definitely won't bring the uh, star power that a Froning would bring. Invigorate the sport. Um, there you go, Cameron. Leaning into it. Well, I'm a pussy. Now inject me. I, I, I was. By the way, I saw something I wanted to read to you guys. Um, I'm reading this book. Uh, sorry, sorry. More accurately, I'm listening to this book by a gentleman. It's called uh, "Hope, N Hope Not Note" by Dr. Dylan Caswell. I think this. I think this guy's in the uh, CrossFit community space, and I'm going to invite him on the podcast and, and talk about his book. But there was this line he said in the book yesterday that I thought would help our buddy um, Twelve Daily Doses that, that maybe he doesn't understand. Oh, where is that? Uh, drafts. Let me see if I can find this. It's the thing about, it's the thing about like, hey, don't, remember the discussion we were having yesterday and we're like, hey, don't give your kids candy. You're a fucking idiot. You have one fucking job. Take care of your kid. That doesn't involve giving them uh, poison. And he got all bent out of shape about it. Like, hey, a little bit's okay. And like, don't feel guilty if you fuck up as a parent and just all this shit. Um, but there was this line in here uh, that, hey, you just need purpose. You, you Plange, is that who it is? Yeah, Plange. You just need purpose. I, maybe that's the thing. And, and, and it's not about perfection. 
the goal the goal is is like not to feed your kid this chocolate to keep your kids healthy you don't need perfection you need the goal you need the purpose it's okay if you're not perfect it's it's way 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 okay good morning my pussy uh not yet tomorrow tomorrow very soon you just need purpose you just need purpose and it's okay and and you don't need to avoid feeling shame or like an idiot feel all those things i i, I don't i don't agree that it's 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 wrong to feel shame feel shame it's healthy it's it's what's one of your um but accept it enjoy it accept it the same way you feel uh, excitement and happiness don't indulge in it just accept it it's cool oh my god i feel fucking horrible as you go to bed i yelled at my kids today okay Except that I feel horrible. I should be ashamed of myself. I'm going to work on it. It's all, it's all good. It's not time to put a fucking gun in your mouth. Accept things. That is, that is the only way always to get past things. Feelings should drive us to improve. Yeah. Embrace those fuckers. Howro. I'm ashamed all the time when I got my fucking pinky nail in my nose and I'm scraping a huge booger and I'm looking at it and I look over and the car, someone in the car is staring at me. And then I accept the fact that I feel ashamed for it. It's okay. And then I fucking flick it on the floor. Or wipe it on my pants. That's it. But it's okay, though. It's perfectly okay. It's normal. It's normal. Enjoy. There's all... How come you, you, you can enjoy being ashamed? You can, you can accept all of those things. But you have to practice at it. You have to practice at it. You know? You have to practice. But but it's all yours. There's this. I'm sure you guys have heard this, but there's one person you're that you have to love no matter what when you as you go through life. Well, if you want to have a good life, no matter what this person does, you have to accept them and love them. And that's you. That's it. But you have to. I mean, if you don't have a cool ass life, if you don't, your life will suck. Hundred percent. That's the truth. They say there's not a lot of truths. There's one. Uh, Sevon, you should have Travis on, or did he, and I missed it when back, Travis, uh, Travis Bajan, Travis Bajan, I've had Travis on a couple times, I'm gonna get the drafts coming, the NFL drafts coming, and, uh, I can't wait to see what's gonna happen to his kid, I saw something the other day, I don't know which, I, there was some, there was some commercial, I'm so out of touch with shit, there was some commercial, it's like, you can do anything, a man was drafted sixth uh, in the sixth round and, and is now one of the NFL's greatest quarterbacks. And I'm like, fuck, I don't even know who they're referencing. But the way they say it in the commercials that everyone should know who it is. It's like, I don't know who that is. Shit, bitch. I know who Hunter McIntyre is. <laughs> who doesn't? Come on, let's be real. I can name I can name High Rocks champions better than I can win Super Bowl winning teams. That's That's how out of touch I am. Fuck, that's an amazing backdrop. It's no big deal, dude. I live this what? kind of incredible life here in the mountains. We, um, I'm at the cabin, baby. What are you up to? Incredible life with a uh, absolutely insane, incredible body. Dude, you want to touch that? I do. Now, here's the truth. There's I would zero- touch that vein under your armpit. I would touch the vein underneath your left armpit. I, just I like rest. that. Yeah. Now, there's no filters on that, and I cannot say that about my competitors. I'm actually pretty disappointed with the internet these days. Do you know that France supposedly passed a law now? If you post a picture 
and you don't put something on there that shows that the photo has been adjusted, you'll be fined. Wow. Trump's, do you know how many uh, internet? Do you know how many women's off. lives are going to be destroyed because of this? France. Uh, let me see this. A uh, French government is proposing legis legislation that would require influencers. Word. Influencers. What if you're not an influencer? What if you're an anti-fluencer like me? Uh, uh, require influencers to label content augmented, augmented, yeah. uh, with filters or retouching. What if you put a cucumber in your pants? That is, is that a filter or retouching? For sure. Okay. As well as ban them from promoting plastic surgery as part of paid partnerships. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Look at this. I've already people say I'm on TRT. Am I starting an OnlyFans? Dude, the chat is fucking on fire today. Are we are we no. on on YouTube no. or are we in like a private no. matrix channel? I'm so sorry. I thought I I know I know you said you would never come on my show if I'm slumming it and not on YouTube, but I, I, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow we go back on YouTube. We're still suspended. I Damn, I misled dude. you to get you, not on purpose, but it still misled you. I'm just disappointed. I, I've really I've brought this up with several friends, and I'm, I'm heartbroken that you're in this position. Uh, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, Rumble. Are are your current platforms? Are you been banned from those? <laughs> no only banned from youtube asshole i don't know <laughs> uh only banned from uh youtube but but we come back tomorrow and and i went back and watched the show that uh, someone reported that got me banned and the only thing i can figure out is um they have a rule a COVID, they have a, they have a whole two sheets of things you're not allowed to say about covid19 like you can't say it's a hoax you can't say um, it, uh, there's this whole list of shit you can't say, right? You can't say you take ivermectin. You can't say take hydrochloroquine. But I didn't say any of that shit. But you also so you're, you're not allowed to have anything outside of a narrative. Like, so is YouTube as a company aligned with a certain narrative and saying that that's the only narrative that's allowed to be published? Well, yes. It, in a nutshell, if you do anything that goes in opposition or contradicts the WHO world health organization or something called LHA local health authority, then um, they'll pull you down. And so one of the things you can't do is you can't suggest those are their words, prayers, rituals, or practices that could cure you of COVID-19. I just don't understand how these. And I think that's what I did. Exercise basically broadcast porn. Yes. All the time. Yes. And they basically allowed people to turn their their accounts into private porn channels. And like that's 100 percent. 100 percent allowed and is celebrated and everything like that. It's probably one of the biggest money funnels in the entire world right now. Yeah, anything just having to do with our opinions of what's going on with public health, which is. I don't know. I think it's almost a more unhealthy to allow people to act like this than it is not. But um, it's getting fucked. You want to hey. hear an interesting story? I just let me get this out of my head please, before please. I forget. Please. One of my friends that I grew up with, my best friend from um, elementary school, was an executive or still is an executive at um, at YouTube. And I remember the first time I ever heard about them limiting what they were going to be able to broadcast. And it was the first person they were going to limit was Alex Jones. They were about to ban him from everything. 
And we're sitting there on a porch in New York City, and I was like, dude, I don't think this is right. Like, I know that I don't, I don't necessarily agree with what happened, what he said, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, you can't start this or you're going to start going down like a really slippery slope. And we're just going to start – this is going to start coming up all the time. And he's like, ah, you know, and we kind of brushed that section off and focused more on Alex Jones. But now it's literally just like beheadings. Like if you're against the narrative, you're done. You're kind of like Martin Luther. You're the first person to transcribe the Bible from Latin to German, and people just want to kill you. You're, you're giving the truth. Me personally? Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I like that. Thank you. I don't even. You're gonna be a martyr, is. dude. This is so cool. Oh no, that's not. That part's not cool. I need to make coin play. Hey, uh, so, someone sent me this the other day. They go, "Hey, dude, this is the shit that Alex Jones was saying." Um, this is not the way I thought the show was gonna go. By the way, this is the shit Alex Jones was saying uh, ten years ago, fifteen years ago. I, I, what I'm about to show you, I can't even believe is real. To be honest, this is Cindy McCain. Do you know who that is? No, I'm really not up to date. So there was this guy named John McCain, and he was a big-time politician in the United States. He was basically a war hero. He got captured by uh, in some war, like Vietnam love John or something. McCain. You know who that is? Yeah, I love that dude. Okay. This is his, so he's dead. This is his wife on C-SPAN saying that they knew all along that Jeffrey Epstein was fucking a pedophile and was fucking kidnapping girls and that people all over the world were flying to his island to fuck little girls. This is her saying that her and her husband knew this. You Listen to this. This is the shit that Alex Jones got kicked off for saying this, but now it's on C-SPAN, dude. Well, listen to this. In plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was, no um, uh, legal aspect that would go after him. They were afraid of him. For whatever reason, they were afraid of him. It hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all it hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. How, yeah. how, 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 what the fuck? But dude, you're kind Am of, I just a naive little douche and I didn't know any of this was going on. Well, I feel like you have to be part of an inner circle in some kind of circumstance because like, I don't know. I bet you, you and I have the inside scoop about what's going on in some kind of CrossFit um, stuff right. and blah, blah, blah. Like we, don't know what politicians are doing and are flying right. to islands. But I bet you if Greg Glassman, don't take this the wrong way, but let's just say Greg Too late. Glassman I already did. Too late. I already did. Had been doing the same exact thing, flying on jets, doing all this really perverse stuff. You'd know about it. Right. Right. And nobody else would because right. you're on the, you're, you're in the inner circle. God, it's crazy. So I wish I had some kind of trash like that. Cause I'd hold it over people, but I don't have anything. I've got nothing. I live in the woods. Uh, Alex Jones is not wrong about everything. I that I don't I'd never watched the show. I don't know shit about him except I do know I someone He is the most captivating person in the world. He is? Yeah. I I really only absorb his information through like clips on Instagram and I send them to my brother all the time. I mean, he knows how to go. He knows how to go. Uh, I, this I, that's not why Alex Jones got kicked off. Okay, I I wasn't suggesting that's why he got kicked off. I'm just suggesting that Someone said, hey, they sent me that, and then they sent me a clip of Alex Jones saying that, you know, 15 years ago. And Dude, I was when, like, did wow. you, when did you level up? That CEO, like, glow-in-the-dark thing in the background, it's pretty sweet. Uh, I just saved all my money, and um, and for the last, like, 10 years, uh, I kept entering uh, local uh, half marathons. I took a couple firsts, a couple seconds, a couple thirds, scraped the money together, and, and bought it. 
So let's talk about this. Just so people could, like, young people who are maybe watching this channel or any age, what was the arc like when you started your podcast to your level of success now? Because I was one of – I mean, I've watched your stuff for a long time. When I first started hanging out with you about a year ago, you're on a totally different level now, dude. You're taking over the world. Like, how does it feel? Like, are you Oprah rich? Are you kind of like – are you like Roseanne rich? Are you like Whoopi Goldberg rich? Yes. Um, first I got to tell you the truth about this sign. The people who listened to the show bought it all ponied money for my, I think it was my birthday and they bought it. And then they, and during the middle of the show, one day I walked in here, Hunter, and there was a box, this box of Kleenex. And I purposely do not keep Kleenex anywhere in my podcast studio because I have this paranoia that if someone thinks sees Kleenex in here, they'll think I jerk off. Jerk in here. off. Yeah. And I saw this box of Kleenex in here. And I even in the show, I'm like, oh, this is weird, guys. There's a box of Kleenex here. I swear I'm not jerking off. And then during at the end of the show, my wife came in with the sign and gave it to me. And these fuckers bought it for me. And I swear to God, I've used this metaphor before. It feels like I got a belt, like a gray belt. Like I'm a gray belt now. I went from That's a white solid. belt to a oh I don't even know if they have gray. gray. Belts. It's yellow. It's yellow. Whatever it is for adults. Uh, for kids it's gray. But I'm just like I just can't even believe it. And so that's it. I I leveled up my shit. They my 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 the listeners graduated me. It's big. Yeah. I I have four I have four fucking here, I'll tell you this. I and I was actually just I wish you wouldn't ask this but I was just sending a text to Matt Souza this morning pouting because we have four sponsors and, and we haven't, it, we haven't, um, what's that called when you, when you, we haven't activated on any of them. What does that mean? Like there's stuff they want me to do that I'm just like, I can't be bothered to do. Like they want me to read scripts or like learn about them or like. What are the four sponsors? Let's activate right now. Just to help I, out. No, I shouldn't do that. Well, just list them. That's an activation. I, I, sh- I shouldn't. I should. I, no, because I should. I shouldn't do it half-ass. One of them's like a great one. Okay, I can tell you one of them. One of the sponsors is Birthfit. Oh, Dude, that's her- that chick, Lindsay. Yes, she's I really re- cool. Oh, she's great. And, she's and awesome, she, dude. And she's a perfect fit for this. Um, she's a perfect fit for this show. That's a that's a healthy message, dude. Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't I even agree. know. I how, agree. But then I, I got to do some could- stuff. Uh, I gotta. I I need to. Ha- I'm, I'm I'm having two of the people who work at Birthfit come on the show, and one of them I'm really excited to meet Asia Barto. Um, I like Asia, but uh, it's been a long time since I've I've spoke with him. But like, it just requires stuff. Like I'm. I have to. Where did that guy go? By the way, he's a big motherfucker. Like he was interesting. He was. Just they took badass. him back to the heavens. They took him back to where the Titans. Valhalla. Yeah, wherever. Nice. If you grew, what, have you ever thought about growing your hair really long till it got straight, till your fro got straight? I mean, dude, I have hair down. I've had hair down to here. I used to actually have pretty straight, long hair. Um, I don't know what to do anymore. Uh, like, I had my roommate shave the sides of my heads, and we totally fucked that up. He just got a razor, and he's like, he's like, I cut my hair, and I was like, why don't you try mine too? And he's a black guy, and I'm a white guy. Totally different hair. We butchered it. Um, yeah. Is this the Murph guy? Um, where tell- can you see? Where can you see the uh, comments, dude? What are you talking about, man? You've got private chat and you got comments on the right. Oh, I didn't know you. I didn't know the. I didn't know you could see those. Wow. Yeah, we use a similar platform on my radio show. Uh, what we do in the mornings <laughs> on Monday, and you were the one who inspired me on this. I was like, I really like the fact that people can sit here 
and shoot the shit. And it's just funny. It can take the show in any direction. You have um, a Monday morning show. What time? Morningwood Radio, 7 a.m. Oh, that Pacific Standard Time? Yeah. Is it bumping to yours? That hurts, Hunter. That hurts. Well, you, you're inspiring. Um, we'll be starting the seven podcast at 655 for now on everyone. There you go. Are you, so are you, uh, what was I going to say? Are you still working with paper street? I am great. Love oh, them. Awesome. Dude, I've got their coffee in the other room. Gotta say thug love to them. Yeah. Dude, whenever I work with sponsors, I tell them this, I say, listen, you know who I am. Like if you're, if you've done like spent any time doing research, you know, I'm not the kind of person that's a billboard boy. Like I do everything authentically. If I like your gear, I'm wearing it all the time. If it works, I'm using it all the time. Other than that, like don't try to make this thing messy. Like don't be that clingy girlfriend and it works. So if they trust you and they like you, dude, don't worry about how you, how you represent for them. Oh, that's good advice. Hey, let me ask you this though. Who, who, who do you host your, where do you host your podcasts? So we host them at, uh, with Buzzsprout, the audio versions. Who do you host them? Oh, no, sorry. We used to host them with Buzzsprout, and last week we changed to True Grit. To be totally honest, I don't know. Okay, so fair, fair. I'm really lucky. That's how big time you are. You shouldn't know. Yeah. I'm lucky, dude. We have a media team now. We have an operations team. I, I literally tell everybody, guys, I want to just show up and work fucking hard you handle the rest. Um, and that was, that's been good for me. Oh, welcome to the seven podcast brought to you by paper street coffee, birth fit, vindicate and CA hormones. Dude, I got to get my hormones checked again. I might, my penis is like a lightsaber right now. It could cut down a tree. So I think my hormones have got to be good, but I don't know. They were the last people to check my hormones and they were not good at the time. God, you look that I, I wonder about all those readings and stuff. That's why I don't want to get them because I feel fucking amazing and I don't need anyone to tell me my testosterone's like 34. Well, Hiller's on all these drugs now and he's becoming a superhuman. He's producing content faster. He is working out harder. Oh, he's man. got his own event. He's got his own the nope. Yeah, the nopen. I like that guy a lot. He's killing it. He he's inspires savage. me. I'm going to show you something. I'm pulling something up here. Uh, you have a set. You have a new product. Yeah, I do. Um, I So I put on I, – I started taking creatine, 10 milligrams a day for the last 60 days. You feel like a fucking beefcake? Yeah, I put on 15 pounds. Can you fucking believe that? In a good way? No, not in a good way. I mean probably some people would like it. I don't like it. I, I'm 175. Uh, I probably put on 12 pounds. One set. I'm only five five, but I feel um, strong. That's good. Yeah, I launched. Um, go to builderinternational.com if you can. It would just be easier for you to actually see what we're doing. Is this it? No, just go Google it It'll, because the Instagram just makes it hard to see what we're doing. Okay. Bldrinternational.com. Dude, this absolutely changed my life. I um. Ever since I got this going, man, it like changed my my swagger, my opportunities, everything. If you guys are listening to this and you've got an idea, grow a pair of balls and go fucking go get it done. Because I built this business less than 18 months ago and we're taking over the world, baby. Oh, I love, I love to hear that. Wait, tell me. Uh, um, B-L-D-E-R? B-L-D-R International. 
Okay. This is your company? Yeah. Who came up with that name? I did. Yeah, that's fucking great. That's brilliant. Yeah, Building Better Athletes. That's our motto. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Oh, who's that handsome devil on the screen? Woo! Don't get my pants all shook Okay, up. so what do you mean? Oh, look, I can see your dick in there. Oh, yeah, you can, dude. That's a lot of beef, dude. B- before yeah, I ask you about are... this, have you seen this genre now of dudes, like, working out in shorts with their penises flopping around? Have you... It's a whole genre yeah. on Instagram. I know, dude. It's driving me nuts. Like, I think the porn thing's got to be dropped. Really? I, dude, I just – it's got to be bad. Is that is that porn? A dude's exercising with their penises, where you can see their penises flopping around. It's suggestive porn. Okay, it is. Right. It is. Uh, David thinks it might even be gay. But that's cool. You're so looking, you, David. So that makes you gay. Hey, so if I enjoy watching those videos, that makes me gay. I mean, it makes you inspired. Yeah, to I, do I stuff, but you're not acting on it. I, I don't think it makes me gay at all. I think that if I if I question whether it made me gay, then definitely I'm gay. I mean, dude, I wear short shorts all the time, and I'm packing heat, so you're just seeing it all the time. But it's not intentional. Right, 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 right. right. Like a girl goes outside on a cold morning and she got hard nipples is different than like right before her photo shoot, she ices her nipples. 100%, dude. Yeah. I, and I yeah. just take a little Viagra before I work out. I mean, that's blood flow, all right? It's not – I'm just trying to get a good pump. Um, yeah. Sevon, did you see the photo of Dana White in the hot tub? He's Jack showing a little too much dick root. Dick root. Wow. Okay, uh, bring that up in one second. I want to get to this builder thing before we look at some dick root. What's ACR? Dick? It's uh, – ACR is accelerated rehab. What is that? You you can't. Oh, people might be listening. So you got it. What? Why did you say that? What's what's up with ACR? Someone just wrote, "What's up, AC, ACR?" I don't know what that stands for. I'm assuming um, ACR stands for Accelerated Rehab. That was like a abbreviated version of that. Oh. Okay. So what is this product here? Strength X2 is creatine, which naturally occurs in meat, and citrulline, which naturally occurs in watermelon. But you'd have to eat like, you know, five pounds of meat and 10 pounds of watermelon to get one scoop of this stuff. It's just blood. Like I created all of our products for like most products in the industry are designed for bodybuilders. Like it's the bodybuilding nutrition industry. I built products that were meant for more hybrid athletes, CrossFit athletes. So creatine, obviously, it's the most studied and verified um, sports nutrition product in the entire world. Citrulline is the number one blood flow product in the entire world. So if you're really, trying to really do- more so than um. You're doing it. Let's go. More so than um, you're killing it. Let's go. Um, shit. What is the one? What, what's the vasodilator? L-arginine. Like, arginine. Um, yeah, arginine. More so than arginine. It's a precursor to it, so it like okay, activates okay. it. There's all okay. these different kind of things. If you like, really want to get into the science of it all. No, um, I'm an idiot for interrupting. Go on. No, not at all. Um, it's cool, dude. Like I nerd out on this stuff, so. Strength X2, uh, I started using this product when I set the Murph World Record. So I've been using products like this for years. The hydration product, you know, we've had that for a long time. That one's been really successful. Dude, as soon as we added the second product, like our business absolutely blew up and we sell these bundles now. Like it, it's freaking awesome, man. I'm really, really, really pumped. I'm stoked um, for you. And you don't have to take someone else's stuff. You can take your own stuff now. 
VNDK8. It's in pricing in euros because this is a European business. Um, you know, Can I not get it in the United States? Well, yeah. If you go up there and you click Builder US, then you'll go to the US website and you'll just buy products in the US. We only are have- you more popular in Europe than you are in the United States? Kind of, but also just to be totally honest, as far as business structuring goes, supplement companies in the United States are total dicks. They know that they've got you by the balls and they don't care. Um, they don't care. Like there's minimum order quantity basically. And they, they, they bully you into buying massive packages. So in the UK, I can test things out for under $10,000 and they'll get them to me in eight weeks and I just start buying different flavors, different products, and just shoot and sell and shoot and sell. So, um, hey, yeah, wh- how do I get that twenty five percent off? Right? That, how how do I sign up for that? Uh, the subscription? Yeah. You, if you describe, you get it every single month for twenty five percent off of the top price. And, and 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 basically, there's this hydration and the BCAA, and then this is there's just, this is the American brand, so you can only get that here in the United States right now. Um, you can't get the Cretan in the United States. It will have it by summer. But dude, so I was trying to tell you. So I could buy three products. This is worse than me not being on YouTube. I know. I know. I can buy three products uh, in UK for the price of one product in uh, the United States. Oh, you personally? You mean to? Uh, wow. It's just the way that it works with the the order quantities and the costs and the timing of it all. So I just tested over in the European market and like, okay, everyone like that. Sell it over here now. Test uh, it again. Reno Knobs is saying, isn't Europe more restrictive in health products, which is good? Just asking. It can be. So like we were, we were building a pre-workout right now, and we listed all the things that we wanted, and they immediately red flagged something. They're like, the likelihood that this is going to be pulled off and they're going to ba- like not allow this to be sold in the next six months is too high. So like we, it's definitely more restrictive. But you're ta- but you have even though you live in the United States since it's your product you have it like somewhere in in that oh, yeah. cabin you have your own creatine in there. Dude, have you seen the beef on this? Board? I have. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, um, in reality, guys, I just want you to all know that nothing that we sell is exclusive to our shop. Like you could do this on your own. We just we we get the dosing properly for you. We get the flavoring properly for you, and we make it very affordable per serving size. Like that's why you'd want to get aligned with the company. But if you went down to any vitamin shop, you could isolate every single one of these ingredients and have them. Like if you own my cabinet, I have like 12 different pill bottles and I'm just kind of putting things together. And then once I find the cocktail that I really like, I'll then formulate it and put it into a product and sell it. Um, uh, it's interesting. I'm trying to move away from uh, soap, like soap, like Tide, right? Dude, I never use soap. Oh, you're talking and, about like dishwasher, like a uh, washing machine. But 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 any kind of soap, let's just say, sure, any kind of soap. That's all that shit is. All tight is all that all that washing machine and all that shit is just um, so- someone's put it all together for you. But really, everyone should be making their own uh, dishwashing detergent, not dishwashing clothes washing uh, detergent. It's all just it's exactly what you said. You're so transparent. Yeah, I'm a dude. It's it's pretty terrifying. Like the amount of stuff, if you really just stop to think about every single action that you take throughout the day of how disgusting it is for your body and the world. So if you start thinking about it, you just start spiraling downward. So I'm like a ignorance is bliss, put the blinders on and keep charging kind of attitude. Like this, five hundo by five. Yeah. 
I no. was good, dude. My spine almost came out of my butthole. It did? Yeah, it was a lot of weight. Like, you know, I know it's a box squat, but that's still 500 pounds jumping up and down on your back. Why Why are you doing that? You're a, you're a, in a sport, why are you getting so big and strong? Or don't you want to be like lean and mean? I mean, dude, I am, I'm particularly lean for my normal size. Like I'm 15 pounds lighter than I was when I was um, training, you know, um, a handful of months ago. And in reality, dude, like our sport is about how long you can put out power for an hour. And I can just put out more power than anybody else for an hour. So I don't do full range uh, squats because it will just make me too sore. Like right after we were done with that, we were doing intervals for another 45 minutes. I just make my body really strong. I make it really tough. And then I just crank cardio as hard as fuck. What's for the other? Um, are you currently the High Rocks World Champion? Yes, I won last year and I just set the world record two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And, and the world record that you set was in a, a like a qualifier? Well, technically what happens is you have two national, like uh, you have the European Championships and then the North American Championships. And you can you have to qualify top three through there to get to the top 15. And then the last nine spots or so, they allow to be uh, qualified as a time spot. And I have the number one qualified time spot. So that's how I got in. Sorry. So there's a European Nationals and a North American Nationals. And then there's the, is there also one that's the World Championships? Well, yeah, that's you qualify through those things I just told you about. And then you go to World Championships, which is in six weeks. And why um, set the world record at a qualifier? Well, it's not like why not set the world record. I just was running at my capabilities and I set the record. You weren't even trying to set the record? No, dude. I'd only been training for like eight weeks. But in reality, I'd just been doing this for so long. It only kind of takes me a handful of months just to prime myself. So just worked. Uh, uh, Hunter, how many times have you broken the world record, the High Rocks world record? Do you know? Dude, I've broken the High Rocks world record five or six times. And last time I did it in Barcelona, they gave me a $100 gift card. Um. The the first time you did high rocks, what was your time? Sixty minutes and forty seconds. Sixty sixty minutes. minutes and four seconds. Four seconds. That was the very first time you did it. First time. And um, had anyone broken the one hour mark? One guy had just done it um, by a little bit. In the fifty nine, in the fifty nine something range. Yeah. Yeah. And when you broke the world record, what city were you in last week? Two weeks ago. Um, I, when he broke the world record, that was in Hamburg. No, no, when you broke the world record this last week, what city were you in? Barcelona. And, and what was your time? 54 minutes and seven seconds. It's a fucking nuts, dude. Feels good, baby. Wait, so you're at the starting line with how many other dudes? Uh, I mean, technically in my way, there was like 20 to 30 people. And you're all pushed in. And how wide is the starting line? The starting line is. I mean, dude, it's a big box. Can you guys all can you guys all be on the starting line? Is it big enough uh, for that? No, I mean, like, let's just say it's about 15, 20 feet wide. And we like, you know, 10 guys line up across and then we go out and there's waves of dudes behind that. But it's going all all day long. It's pretty crazy. Um 
It's just like, you know, they're rushing at the world championships. There's only 15 people that start and we're all in our own specific lanes. Are you guys chipped? Yeah, we're chipped. So if you look down at my left leg or right ankle, um, that's who, yeah, you can see. Okay. So even if you're not, even if you're not in the front, your time still doesn't start until you cross the line. Yeah. But you still like they they specifically have a pro wave. So like they really keep like monitor us when we're going that pro wave because the judges really have to be on top. So you can see we probably have 20 ski ergs deep on this thing. We all got our lanes for sleds, so on and so forth. Barcelona was probably the best event that I've ever been to. Like you can see, dude, we had hundreds of people lining every single um, every single section. It was electric. Is this it? Is this it? Yeah, this is Barcelona. And were there dudes there that God look at your legs? Holy shit. Uh yeah. I mean, there were some really good guys. The guy who took second place to me has been top ten in the world multiple times. Like, you know, they're they're good fit dudes, but you're gonna really see all it's kinda like I'm sure like sectionals or regionals are like, you know, there's always gonna be good dudes there, but when it really all hits is when you get to championships. And 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 do, does that guy think that is there a guy there who thinks he's going to beat you at Barcelona when you're there? Um, for sure. There's, I mean, there's people that always think that they could do something. And who's that hot chick following you with the red hair bouncing around with the giant ass? She runs. She runs. Uh, she's like head of product in the UK. For uh, for your company? No, head of product for uh, High Rocks. Oh wow. Holy shit. And, yeah, and you had retired. I did. I did. That kind of didn't work out, though. So I think I know what happened, but would you tell us what happened? And what matches the, my other, story with your retirement sport? that you were going to retire and then tell us the whole story like we know nothing. So I originally had, you know, I've been competing in uh, High Rock since 2019. So, like, you know, we've been running this for a while. And it's great. It's a great sport. Got nothing bad to say about it. But I just was like, I'm on the tail end of my professional career. I would like to go try one more thing and see if I throw my heart and soul into something else, how far I can go. The only thing that I really don't think that I've done is go to the Olympics. That was the only thing that I think would be like I've covered every base to be the modern Jim Thorpe. Like – I've done CrossFit. I've done high rocks. I've done Spartan racing. I've done ultras. I've done every single thing. And I was like, now I want Olympic rings. Like that would be it. And I'm listening to the Jim Thorpe book right now. It's like, it's inspiring to think that somebody is unstoppable across all domains. So then um, I picked a sport that I found and studied in the Olympics called sprint canoeing. I bought the boat. I moved down to San Diego, started working out with the national team coach every single day. And you know, I understood every single four years, and I didn't understand this at the time because it's just a small sport. They change distances, they change qualifications, they change the amount of athletes that are able to go. Father. So the so the information is super limited on this, and I was fully convinced that the points that I would needed to earn were starting on August fifteenth, which is the national championship in the United States. I then on January 19th, um, on January 19th at practice, uh, I come in one day and I talk to my coach and coach just goes, Hey everybody, you know, April 15th is the qualifying date for points. Just letting everybody know guys, just be ready. And I was like, wait, what? 
I was like, dude, I, I can't be ready for that. And he just looks at me and goes, yeah, you're in it for the long haul, 2028. And I, I got in the boat. I did some intervals. I fell in the water a couple times. Like I hadn't did been. Did you cry? Did that break your soul when you heard that? I did not cry, but like I had like you know inner tears. There's definitely tears it on hurt. the inside. I was <sighs> devastated. I was like, I have just changed my entire life. I literally bought the boat, bought the roof rack for the boat, got the apartment, moved down there, like completely separated myself from the life that I had been living and and like enjoying in Malibu or Crestline. And I just dropped every other thing. I told all sponsors, I told everybody involved in my life that this was my new path. And when I get obsessed with something, I'm fully obsessed. Like that's it. That is the only narrative now. And I was a canoeer now. And basically shit dude once he told me that i called a couple of my other coaches and i just was like hey guys like i just found this out like what should we do and everyone's like what do you want to do and i was like there's two options i just keep on paddling until i'm allowed to go compete next year or i i get in the i get my shoes back on and start training for high rocks and people were like do you think you can do it and i said yeah so i just contacted the canoe coach and i said man i don't want to waste your time i'm i'm heading out of town And I just got to work. Did you sell your canoe? No, I still got my canoe. Like this isn't completely out of the, the options. Um, But for now, like there's no way I'm just going to sit and not compete for a year straight. This looks so hard. This does look so fucking hard. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And, and, And can you tell us why? What about it? So if you look at that boat right now, that thing is, it is less wide than your keyboard in front of you okay it is so narrow so probably take about six inches off your keyboard so that thing's just a giant shoe it's like you're standing in a shoe it's impossible to balance it's made of fiberglass so literally it it basically is like so perfectly buoyant that it will just skim on the surface if you do it properly otherwise you're tipping over or the tip of the boat is actually diving into the water and it's creating drag or allowing water to go over the top. Like I was so powerful, but also so poor in my form that water was coming over the top of the boat into the actual, like, you know, into the actual boat where my body was. Cause I was just dragging myself into the water. These guys, they put their paddle in so perfectly. Not only do they, do they paddle straight and powerfully, they skim on top of the water rather than dig into the water. Like I was doing. So it is, it, I mean, dude, you have to hit within like probably within a half inch to an inch every single time of the right spot. And not only do you have to hit perfectly, but if you're off a couple degrees to the right or the left, it's going to start to turn your boat. And every single time you pull out of the water, you have to do the same thing. And you also have to counterbalance perfectly. So hey, do, would you fall in every practice? When I first started, dude, I was in the water probably a dozen to two t- dozen times a day. And how about by the end? By the end, I never went in, and I was just getting to be a weapon, dude. Like every single time, I was getting faster and faster and faster. And then I was no longer fast. And then so you so you just pivoted. You're like, fuck it, I'm doing. Uh, I'm gonna go back to high rocks. Well, I'm just why? Not the why, of- why not just take a year off? Why not just not do anything? Because honestly, I've told myself, like, I do not want to be this dude competing into his late 30s and 40s. 
I'm done by like 35. I have the calendar year of 35 to be fully retired. Um, because I just except, watched- except you might go back to this boating thing. I mean, I'll dabble in it, dude, but I'm not going to be the level of athlete I am now. Like now it just every single day is four hours of training. It's the hour leading up to in the hour coming down off every workout. So that's really around up to eight hours of like full capacity focus. Um, and like, I have to be up in the mountains all the time. And like, I have to, or if you want to do this sport, dude, you have to be at a place where all the other guys train on perfectly flat water every single day for four to hours a day. And it's like, you have to get the boat, get in the boat, go from your house, get in the boat, take your boat out, paddle for hours, get done, wash the boat, stretch out, eat food, go back again. ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to split. Like I've watched so many dudes in their thirties to forties, destroy their family lives and their own lives, trying to chase these things. Um, I'm just not going to do that. Um, do you have a girlfriend? No, I'm trying the gay route. You are oh, okay. That's fine. Do you have a boyfriend? No, it's not working either. <laughs> um, uh, you said destroy the family life. Are are you feeling uh your clock tick? Are you ready to drop some seeds? No, it's not necessarily like a like a clock ticking thing, but I definitely don't want to be like that that old like that old creepy dad. Like I'd rather also align my family with my brother's families, like. All my brothers have kids now. Like, I don't want to be the dude who's got like a one-year-old when every, all their, my, you know, their cousins are in high school. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's me. Uh, when did you I, have your uh, first kid? 43. Yeah. That's creepy. Is that creepy old? That's the creepy. You don't want to be creepy. I mean, old. you got, you got a good relationship with your kids. You seem to be a really fun dad. So I appreciate that. Okay. All, all, all right. All right. All well, right. I just think there's like a certain point where you're so old that it creates this divide between you and your kids. I'd rather have a. I it's the I know it's there. They think I'm disgusting and old. It's it's you're right. It is it is another obstacle to overcome. Yes, yes. My kids, my my kids asked me that. There's a my kids rolled jujitsu with a 12 year old girl named Emma and or 11. And one of my kids asked me the other day if I thought I could beat her up in a fight. Uh, I don't want to have a gray beard when I have young kids. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, My kids shaved their head. My kids shaved their heads yesterday. And, uh, and then, and I told them that I was going to shave my head and shave my beard and and they went into a fucking panic. They were upset. Yeah. They, they were upset. Like I, like I wasn't going to be an old guy anymore. Uh, Sevi Sevon will be a 60 when his boys graduate from high school. My kids will, are, will never go to high school. <clears throat> That's rad. How's that? What, are you going to be like captain fantastic? Have you seen that movie? No. Should it's this it movie up? with, <laughs> um, what's, what's the name of the actor from Hidalgo? I'm really happy for you that you're doing the high rocks thing for some reason. Like really I mean, dude, happy. It's fucking awesome. This sport is blowing up so fast. I feel like I feel like a god. It's so much fun going to arenas full of thousands of people and having that kind of energy around a sport like And people man, like I, you. You're a legend in the sport. It's nice. It's nice. I busted my ass for such a long time. Dude, this is such a good movie. This is exactly the kind of dad I want to be. Does it does this thing have audio? I don't know, but this, yeah, there is. 
This is you, Savan. What we created here may be unique in all of human existence. All the way to top. We created. <laughs> awesome. This is such a life. What we're doing out here is so incredible. Kids are amazing. Does this end bad? Have you seen this movie? Yeah, there's a lot of interesting aspects to it. Mom needs to be in the hospital right now. Oh no, mom dies. What do you want me to tell you? What do you okay. want to know? Okay, I'll watch this. So you think I should watch this, dude? It is so good. <laughs> you could like, you could have like ten percent of everything I can with your kids like this. You're doing yeah. it the right way. I I have a hundred and ten percent connection with my kids. Kids are such pussies these days. I mean, your kids are badass, but like kids are such pussies these days. Nobody wants to do anything. The only adventure they're willing to take is like which app they're going to go on their cell phone today. Like you guys are such pussies. My kids were asking me about uh, God last night. It was like eight o'clock and they were like getting ready to ride the skateboard ramp in front of my house. And they're asking me questions about God. And I basically told them that I was God and that... And that, um, and they're like, so really? And I was like, yeah. And I said, and, there, and then there's another God that I talk to. And if they ever want to talk to him, just talk to me and I'll get the message to him. I was like, that's, yeah, that's rad, dude. Make sure that you still good, hold power over them. Cause the only way ass, you're going to get to God. <laughs> I'm like, that's some good ass parenting. <laughs> dude, when I, like, go ahead. when I have kids, dude, I'm going to spend the majority of my day digging holes and picking up big things in the backyard just so that I don't have to ever assert my dominance. They can just visually see my dominance. Well, you know what I did? I, I went out into the, when they asked me if I could beat that girl up. I went out into the garage and I grabbed the eighty-pound dumbbell and I said, "How much do each of you weigh?" And one's like fifty, and one of them's like blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Well, imagine this dumbbell is your neck." And I just grabbed the eighty-pound dumbbell and jerked it over my head. I'm like, "Do you think I could beat up Emma?" They're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Fuck." Oh. Yeah. And I called them all assholes. <laughs> Don't make dad flex again. Yeah. Douchebags. Sometimes you just got to put that learn on it. My dad's way of asserting his dominance after he got out of the era beating the piss out of us uh, was was paintball. Did you My take dad, a lot of whoopings? All the time, but not like abusive. Like it was just like, have you read David Goggins book? No. Have you? Yeah. And he talks about he's like, my dad used to put the whooping on me. He was crazy. He, You know, I was like, my dad did all that. That's just what dumb dads do. They're crazy. And I don't have anything bad to say about my dad. Would your dad take a belt off and hit you with it? Any object in the room was potentially a weapon. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And and, and now as a man, you've accepted it. That is is part of your upbringing. I kind of respect it, dude. Like think about having a house with four young boys Mm. that are insane. And they're always trying to test you. And we're not ever fully listening. Sometimes there needs to be this like, earthquake of an experience to reset the balance and it's not like oh, it was bro, multiple strikes it would be like a wah you're yeah. like oh my god it makes so much sense why we have to listen to him now he holds all of the power my uh, um uh what about the tension between your mom and your dad with the when your dad had to put the hammer down uh i mean there was a divorced household but you know my mom my mom definitely always tried to create and say that my dad was a monster and my stepmother was just she just seemed to be absent from the whole position the the women the the moms Haley does not like it when i when i turn into the human tornado and i have to put the the smack down on people 
there has to be a hierarchy in the house and I'm not suggesting child abuse by any means, but sometimes no. yes. you need to just be like, Hey, yeah. And like, otherwise, you know, they just are like, Oh yeah, I'm the boss now. I'm like, okay, well, let me just rearrange your card deck real quick. I, I went on the trampoline the other day and they're like, Hey, wrestle with us. I'm like, nah, I'm like, you guys are going to get hurt and start crying. And they're like, no, we won't wrestle with us. I'm like, okay, it, it's two six-year-olds and an eight-year-old. And I just did the human tornado on the trampoline. I just ran around in circles, just trampling them. You know what I mean? Like they like were doing popcorn. that. Like they were doing that thing in the when you run with the bulls in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> and I was the bull, and I just trampled them. And all three of them were crying. I just got off the trampoline. I'm like, I told you, I told you. And they come in the house five minutes later asking me to come out there. And I bet you can't do that again. I bet you I can. <laughs> Having kids is great. Bet you I can. Yeah, I, I would. I'd be pumped. I'd be pumped. I'm lucky though. I'm a great. I'm an uncle of shit. Soon to be six, so I have a lot of opportunities to practice my skills and dominance. So whenever I go home, it's just a blast. Hunter, what about this? Um, this uh, cliche. Um, and, and that's my way of kind of being a, a macho male poo-pooing it. But what about this cliche thing that you're going to have to go through where you're not an athlete anymore and like you lose your identity and like you're going to have to um, like figure out who you are again and like what validates you and blah, blah, blah. Are you going to have to go through that? I mean, definitely. I mean, I, I work with like a mindset coach. Um, oh, you do? You, you did work with Jim Hensel. It didn't work out, right? Terrible experience. Okay. But – other than that, I've had a guy that I've worked with um, for a long time on and off. And, you know, I always try to keep balance in my life because I understand that this is all a game and you get so wrapped up in it. You're so convinced you're cooler than you really are. Where in reality, dude, I'm a dancing monkey. I have to remind myself that all the time. People are paying me to run in circles and, um, you know, it's just a game. Tell me so, what you mean by that. Um, um, uh, it's just a game. It's just a game. I mean, like everything that we're doing in life is just a game. It's just you're you're on just like, you know, you think that you you're playing a game when you sit in front of a board with dice, where in reality, everything is just a board with dice. And as soon as you can recognize that and realize that there's a million reset buttons in life and that you can shift laterally, you're not stuck in the tracks that you're in. It's all a game. I mean, it is almost like the Matrix. You're the only person convincing yourself of the level of seriousness and just high stakes craziness. Oh, um, this, this, that, and this is the way we all have to live. It's a game. And I kind of got into that mindset a handful of years ago. And now I'm in a fuck it mentality. Like everything that I do, I do with absolution. And if it doesn't work out, guess what? I press the reset button. Um, and I, I know that it's going to be really tough that when I don't wake up in the morning and have something on the calendar to kill myself for, that it's going to be tough to look at. But I think I can easily fill that presence with the development of our business and being able to support other people in their endeavors or, you know, starting my family and being able to watch that kind of growth path rather than always looking for growth with myself, trying to find growth through other people. So that, that will probably be the path. Uh, um, I want to go back to this game thing. Cause I, it, it, I, I like it and I see it, but what does that mean that you can't ever be sincere? No, I think you can be very authentically sincere. Why, why would you say that? I, I, I don't because when I hear the word game, it's almost like like even like is, is loving my children part of the game is um, 
being moral or having values? Is it all just part of the game? Because those are things you kind of take seriously, but is it really like, hey, those are just part of the game too? Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like all of these things you should have levels of commitment to. That's part of the game. Like if you never fully commit to anything, you'll never fully get its like full potential. So I there's things in my life that I really do put myself in. But then all of a sudden when I hit this moment of – like, oh, fuck, I have to recognize that the oh, fuck exists in me. It's not anybody else. That's the, that's the position of the game that you can always shift the mindset on. And me sitting here and saying my athletic career is over, I'm like, it's only an athletic career to you. Like, you, you are putting this ownership of this idea and this intensity and these values and these, like, you know, supposed needs to do's. And as soon as you quit, it's only really going to be quitting to you. Nobody else. Yeah, sure. There's right, going to be fans right. for a couple minutes writing, oh, no, Tom right. Brady's retiring. And then they're going to go back to their life. And you're going to be the only one who really has to own those feelings. So that's why I'm saying it's a game. The, um, it's kind of interesting. Let me put it like this and see what you think about this. There's a paradox, right? Because part of it's a game. But if you're not, if you don't have purpose, if you don't have a game, then your life really just sucks. Completely. I say, I think right? that's like, like you can purpose align is why we get up in the morning, work, right? whatever. Right. Yeah. And you have to really be into it. I, I feel I tell people like, you know, there's so many people like in my life that don't have that direct passion and they get freaked out and they don't have anything. I was like, dude, if you just focus on just focus on a workout routine for the next 30 days and that will be such an easy thing. Just show me that you can walk for the next 30 days. Usually before clients work with me one-on-one, -on -one, like I'll sometimes work one-on-one -on -one, like face-to-face -face with people in Malibu. I was like, if you can walk for the next 30 days, I'll, I'll let you be my client. Like that level of intention right there will change your entire life. And it doesn't have to always be physical, but having purpose, passion, and follow through on something will align almost everything else you have. Uh, what did you say? Purpose, passion, and what? Follow through. Yeah. Is that the same as discipline? Basically, I mean, think about it. If you just told yourself for the next 30 days that you're going to just drink a gallon of water a day, mm -hmm. that right there will almost align everything else. You're like, well, I have to make sure that I start the morning out with at least 12 ounces. And by noon, I need to have at least 48 ounces in my system and this. And you're, you're all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, guys, I can't sit down and have a glass of wine until I've had my 12 ounces of water. And like that is just such simple ask. And then all of a sudden, by the end of those 30 days, you're like, wait a second. I actually do have some control over my life. I really – at first in the beginning, I was a shit show. Now by the end, I'm just a warrior, dude. I just drink this stuff and piss it out like a warrior. Hey, and if uh, if anyone really wants to take that commitment to the next level, just uh, don't drink any liquids for 30 days. So it's kind of the anti-hunter uh, approach, but it but it still is commitment. No dude, one coffee. Of my, one of my friends does water fasts like for days at a time. And it's like doesn't, like doesn't drink water? Doesn't drink water at all. How about coffee? Nothing. He's a yeah, little no off liquids, the reservation. Man. He does like – he'll do like three to five days. Um He's one of these kind of people that like really tries to make diet like the absolute um, center of everything. He's like, if I can just get down to this, everything else will be like higher vibrations. And I agree to a point, but when he does the water stuff, I worry. Yeah, I don't I don't like what do you think about do you, does that guy have thoughts about drinking rainwater? <sighs> I don't know, man. I wish I could drink rainwater. I don't know if I would trust 
Would you trust rainwater as much as you trust the water in your sink? I saw something that there's something in rainwater. There's something about the – I'm making this up. I don't know what the words are. Molecular makeup of rainwater that you cannot find in any other water and that rainwater is the only water to drink. That being said, I also saw some shit where there was snow around one of these chemical spills and you would light the snow on fire with a lighter and it wouldn't it wouldn't melt it, it, um, because of the – the snow is fucking toxic. I wouldn't so, doubt that. You wouldn't I mean, doubt that? You think I wouldn't that- I wouldn't doubt that at all, dude. There's so much stuff inside of like everything. I mean, like I remember sitting down with this guy who was my neighbor when I lived in Boulder and he had done a study um when he was going to school there that the water had changed from the amount of college kids pissing out estrogen and stuff through their birth control. It was changing the sex of the fish in the water. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. The frog, the frog study, right? Yeah, dude. And like that just like alarmed me. So I was like, if if it can change the sex of the fish in the water, like I don't have a doubt in my mind that the properties of all these things are being just changed all the time. I would say the majority of things in the world, um, especially water, because it's so easy to transport, um, are manipulated by some kind of chemical at this point. I've I've heard that um you if you in in all water everywhere basically in the United States if you t- just take the tap water you can find pharmaceuticals in it because so many people flush pharmaceuticals down the toilet. I wouldn't doubt it at all. I I think probably where you want to be is probably as far north as possible to get clean water because there's the least amount of people living up there. Like Alaska. Yeah. Like that's probably one of the very few places you can still just get raw, good stuff. They're not making the fr- the the frogs gay. They're making them like real trannies. They're not well, even you know, ima- they're not like imaginary trannies like like uh, Americans. They're real trannies. They're there's changing. a fair amount. They were the original trannies, dude. There's a fair amount of amphibians that can change their sex in the middle of like uh in the middle of like areas where they're just kind of. There's not enough males or not enough females that can change their sex. Um, the the marijuana plant, it, there's a male and a female, right? And yeah, fuck hard. And if you, a, a male will eventually, I think it's the male. One of them, is it the male or the female? One of them eventually, if you grow it long enough and it doesn't get, maybe it's the female. If the female grows long enough and she doesn't get pollinated and you leave her outside long enough, she'll shoot out a fucking a male uh whatever flower to self to self-pollinate herself that's incredible that is incredible right i love that someone check me on that i used to know all that stuff and whatever that phenomenon was i like i've witnessed it that wasn't like something like i read in a book i witnessed it i both I, i read it in a book and i witnessed it how many people do you think that are producing information on the internet like often and like trying to really be sources of information actually know what they're talking about how many of these people do you think just like listen to joe rogan and then started to just like regurgitate that one podcast they listen to as if they're people who are like real sources of information well uh, uh, this guy's a dear friend of mine but uh give you an example um do you know who raw of earth is ronnie teasdale dude he was over my house a couple weeks ago okay he he knows so fucking much yeah he's a very intelligent guy and i'm always wondering like how the fuck does he know all this stuff well, dude, there's people that are actually – and I'm not saying that books are always right because someone wrote them and it's their And that's not a it. dig at Ronnie. Ronnie's my friend too. I love him. I'm, I, I'm, impre- I'm thoroughly impressed by him. Go ahead. Sorry. But 
there's people that are like constantly like I've got a book right here and you're just you're just constantly reading and trying to absorb information. You're not getting your information off of a 30 second TikTok TikTok clip. He's one of those kind of people where I remember listening to him and following through on him. He is just constantly reading and reading and reading. And eventually you kind of pick up enough information where you start to like really, you know, bundle it up and you have some solid ideas of what's going on. So that guy, I think, is constantly absorbing information. Let, let me give you an example. And, and I don't know if um, the story I'm going to tell you is true, but I don't know if the facts are true. So I heard a guy yesterday say that the first slave owner uh, in North America was a uh, black man. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that that can be true. So I so he tells me who it is. The guy's name is Anthony Johnson. I look him up on the Internet and I go to Wikipedia. Right. I use Wikipedia as my source. And it says Anthony Johnson came here as an indentured servant with a lot of white people. And in whatever year it was, it was the 1600s. A shitload. There were no slaves in the United States. They were called indentured servants and they were black and white. There was a there were equal amount black and white, maybe even more white. And after you work for four to seven years, you were done being an indentured servant. And they have that all over the world now. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but like in the UAE, that's how it works. They bring people from Bangladesh. You work there four to seven years. And then theoretically, I was just set. in Dubai. It was crazy. You're theoretically set free. Yeah. They have like 300,000. The UAE has like 300,000 residents and 5.7 million servants for people who don't understand how it works there. And those numbers, I think, are accurate. Anyway, so then this guy who was a black guy who was an indentured servant, then after he worked, he was set free, and then he started getting his own indentured servants. And one of them became an indentured servant for life. His name was Kozar or something, C-O-S-A-R. And that guy became the – when they called him an indentured servant for life, and then for shorthand, that's a slave. And so well, makes is sense. that true? I mean, one. I heard one guy say it on Instagram, and then I went to two different Wikipedia pages, and and I found out it is true. Now, I think, is it true? I, think, I don't fucking know. I know. Back then, I would say that the information was so uh, scarce that I wouldn't necessarily that's say that's the the guarantee, but it probably happened. So look at Devesh is like not the first slave owner. Look, Devesh got a girl. Devesh Maharaj, uh, nice. not the first slave owner, the first legal slave owner. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. So legally documented slave. But yeah, dude, they use the term indentured for servant for life and slave interchangeably also. Slavery has been happening for thousands of years. Yeah. And it's just whoever you could basically get control over. You know, it didn't matter the color of your skin. You're like, hey, man, I got this opportunity. I'm going to take advantage of it. You know, black versus white, black on black, whatever, you know. But my point was is that uh, I'm regurgitating some shit I saw on the Internet. But I was like, fuck, I'm, the, I'm like. I mean, yeah, I'm regurgitating some shit I saw on the internet. Hey, well, I it wasn't. Does, it does sound like you've got some stuff backed up. Like you've got some more details rather than this 30 second sound clip. A, a few years ago, there was a sickness going around. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I heard about this thing. And, and it was the reason I got kicked off of YouTube by talking about it. But there was nowhere on the internet to, that I, there was no one in, that I knew that was saying it's not a big deal. I had to do the math myself. Like like all all the people I knew and all my friends were panicking, but I just did the math myself. I'm like, okay, because it was when it was in China, right? And it's like, uh, eighty percent of the people who died were men who were over sixty five who had been smoking for thirty years or more. The second largest cohort of people to die were the women who had been married to them for thirty years or more. So I'm like, well, I'm not over sixty five and I haven't been smoking for thirty years. I'm fine. Yeah. So then I didn't read that shit anyway. I just did my own uh, discernment and, and I did my own investigation based on the I, data out I there. I think that if you have 
I think if you have a TV in your house that's actually connected to cable, which is a significant amount of people in the United States and probably around the globe that have cable-based networks still attached to their TVs, yeah, that literally the chance of you being manipulated is probably 1,000% higher than if you just had you know streaming networks and an iPhone. Because I would go in, the guy who owns our ranch and even my family when I would go visit them, these people leave a TV on at all times in their house on a yeah, news I know those people too. Yeah. And they're yep. it's just flashing like remember yep. those like those like those like Japanese like techno cartoons like bah, 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 and you're like, I'm gonna have a seizure. They are absorbing that same information on a high level of fear mongering. And I was like, turn it the fuck off. I was like, there's there's no wonder you are just completely enshrouded in fear of this thing because it's all you hear all day long. You hear about the death numbers. You hear about the the increasing. You hear about how people need to hide. You hear about the method one didn't work, so now we need to move to level two and have all these extra methods. And it was crazy. So you probably, I'm assuming, don't have a TV blaring in your house and you just said, hey, I'm going to try to have like a logical approach to this thing and source some information on my own terms. I didn't even say that. I just operate like that. I think. I don't think people operate like that, man. I think it's just like we've, uh, there's so many people in the United States and around the world that are just like in this, in this narrative that's put out by major networks. And um, a reason why you probably got canceled is because you're an independent that, that uh, is against the thread. Yeah. I a, f- a friend of mine said the other day, they said um, – someone called me and they said they – were, they were talking about a guy who was accused of doing um, – of being inappropriate with women. And I said, I, I just can't – I can't – I have no data for that. And they go, well, what about so-and-so said that they did it? I go, yeah, but none of the girls have spoken up. And they go, well, yeah, uh, that's because all the girls that got paid off signed NDAs. And I go, how do you know that? And they go, because so-and-so told me. And I'm like, dude, there's like, like, there's no information there. What if I started saying, Hunter, what if I, Hunter, is is there a, is there, is there a preschool in your area by your mountain house? Yeah, there is. Right. Okay. And let's say you ran by it every day. What if I, and then, and then it was at the end of your run. And so you always stop there in your short shorts and put your hands on your hip. What if I started spreading rumors? Yeah, I see Hunter every day at 2 o'clock with his hands on his hips, not wearing underwear, and the shortest fucking running shorts in front of that preschool. Well, you used to be innocent until proven guilty, and now it's just like— It's not fucking like that at all. Now it's just like, hey, can we get one tidbit of information out about this person? One. Cancel the fuck out of them? Yeah. I worry about that because I definitely am a person on the fringe, and I say some things that are not— maybe uh cool in most people's eyes but it's not like i'm doing anything that's like hurtful hateful or whatever um but people just get scared i'm waiting for my my come like my comeuppance where they come after me i'm waiting for the pitchforks and the fires Seb on the preschool is freakishly specific yeah it's the one i use all the fucking time i tell people all the time whenever they say something ambiguous i'll be like i bet you you drive by a preschool three times every day we what run if by I went, school every single day to go to the gym over here. What so what if I said what if I started spreading right. rumors? Yeah, I see Hunter pass that preschool every twice every day. Well, yeah, because he has to drive by it to go to the gym and back. Well, that's what you say. Well, that's what you say. Hunter next thing would you know, put his it's gym like, next to a school because he's a yeah, pervert. Yeah, he's a big old perv. My my kids uh, my kids my kids used to for a year went to Montessori. Uh, Avi went there like for 
pre-K and uh, it was right next to a gym. So I had to go. What about all those people? Monsters. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just fucking the, the shit that the ambiguous shit that the fucking unfortunately, it's one party does it a lot. And then people will just run with that shit in their head. Tell me, what is what is technically the narrative of the show? Are you just hang out, have fun, shoot the shit, or is it considered a fitness podcast? Um, have you ever had to think about that? Oh, I'm just trying to think of how I categorize it. I categorize. You have to choose when you on YouTube. It's a self help. I, I put it in the self help category. I don't have it. I don't have it in the fitness category at all. I don't think. I'm in denial about the whole CrossFit thing. You're in denial that it exists. No, just that like that I'm in the fitness space at all. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um. Yeah, maybe you're, it's health and mindset or something. Yeah, you're you're the most interesting man in fitness. You're I, just I'm, the guy who's in it, but kind of above it. You're like or, the blimp or, that flies above it all. I don't want to say I'm above it, but I'm just um, I'm in denial. You, you know, it's it it is it is weird though, Hunter. If if I may indulge, so I, I ran the media department at CrossFit in in the in the training department in the 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 day not the training department the daily programming the the post that went every day to what what the workout of the day was was under my department right yep. so I ran that so I was in charge of that I was in charge of and I was in charge of so much shit I mean it was a fucking fitness company and then sometimes I weigh in on subjects like uh like a workout. Uh, that's not a good workout or that's a good workout or I would do that. And the people in the comments, like they can't get their head wrapped around it. Like everyone, like I bet you 99% of the people in the comments because of the way I present myself, think that they know more about working out than I do. Yeah. Because I don't, because I don't mask around with, well, yes, you should be doing the uh, such and such system and blah, 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 blah. Well, as soon as you make that workout a conversation, that's where all the fun starts. It's not just an action. It's a conversation. <laughs> now. And people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> But I don't do you, really mind. See, I th- there we go, Corbin. I know you more think, than you. Yes. Do you yes, think the course. CrossFit's on Everyone the right does. path still, or do you think it's on a no, a, no, no? You you should just get on the high rocks no. train. I I was talking to somebody no. who worked at uh, CrossFit Completely the other day, gone. and I was like, yeah. you guys, you guys are in trouble. This thing's growing so fast. You guys might get uh, overtaken. Um, CrossFit will always still be part of the existence of fitness, but mm-mm. you think high rocks is really growing that fast? It's crazy, man. Go. Go look at this. Go to Hyrox's page and go look at their affiliates. They're spreading around the globe at such a rapid rate. I would not be surprised if they end up being in the mid thousands. Are the CrossFit gyms years. also Hyrox gyms? Are they also well, Hyrox affiliates? Yeah, so they, they do like the double affiliation. They like you know I don't know what the perks of being a Hyrox affiliate is by any means, but um, trust me, it's it's growing fast. Eric Utley, what if changing it to a fitness increased your subscription from 20K to 100K? Yeah, let's do it. Change Give me 30 it. seconds. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. Um, I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of podcast this is. It's something I'm passionate about. I wake up every morning fucking absolutely ecstatic to come on here. And it's it's a it's a it's a weird question that he asks. Do I think CrossFit's lost its way? Because the affiliates haven't lost their way. It's weird. It's 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 hard to see the thing as a whole. I want to see it as a whole. It's hard to see it as a whole. Like it, it's like there's pieces that are, feel like they're drifting. They could be drifting away. You know what it? You know what it is, Hunter? I, I it, CrossFit. There's so many successful pieces of CrossFit, right? Yeah. It, 
Oh, will you bring the mic closer to your mouth? But but there's yeah, like man. pieces that seem like that they want to like drift away sometimes, and you're just wondering like the affiliates. What's going on in the affiliates is dope. I think it's great. I, yeah. I I'm not trying to pick apart CrossFit. I'm just wondering what's going to happen. Um, I I don't know if it's 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 on the up, the decline, or just stationary. It's clearly a conspiracy theory and misinformation podcast. Nice, nice. How many haters do you have? Because I think really your success is measured by your haters. Unfortunately, I don't have any haters because these fuckers are so – like this guy in bitch loves me to death. This guy probably has a picture of me over his bed. These fuckers, if anyone comes in here with a descent – if anyone comes in here with a descending opinion, they beat the fuck out of them. Wow, that's good. Yeah, that's, so that's really good. So I don't think we're ever going to be successful because they don't let anyone in with a dissension opinion. Like we have one token guy who tries to like plan. Where is he? He'll he'll he'll. Uh... Yeah, that's true. I have lurkers that report the channel. I've got a so. lot of haters. I have people just just out. Like it just it started before CrossFit for sure. I will never forget the first time I had a big piece of media come out. It was a Reebok. Um, it was a Reebok like episode about me getting ready for the Spartan Race World Championships 2014. There were hundreds of comments, and these people were shitting on me like crazy. And that was the start. How, that was the start. You, do you ever go to Reddit? Do you have just whole entire hate threads about you on Reddit? Uh, a lot of people say that I'm on Juice. A lot of but anything else? Juice. Anything else besides that? Not really. Dude, you want to hear something super creepy? <clears throat> Please. One of my friends the other day, she told me about this. There's these um, Facebook groups on on uh, the internet now that says, like, are we dating the same guy? So if you're a dude, if you're a chick dating a dude, and there's safety factors to this, so there's value to it, and there's some kind of creepy narrative to it. Like, they're like, hey, guys, I've been dating this guy for a little bit. Um, just trying to check and see like what you think about him, any red flags and you post a picture and then like, dude, just dozens of women will come and like, Oh, I know that creep, you know, fucking such and such. Oh and, shit. And you know, it's like, it's good in the way that like, if the person's truly <clears throat> a monster, you can protect yourself, but it also just creates this kind of creepy hate narrative for guys. And dude, these things have, tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of followers it's pretty gnarly so here's the thing it, it, i'm just gonna be completely frank um it's it said it's to protect people against liars the first thing i saw and it, i immediately turned it off yeah. if if you if you do not accept liars and mean people and people who are fallible you will be the most miserable person ever some of my best friends in the whole world have said the biggest lies to me. If you can't accept, you will never, ever have a good life if you don't accept everyone. You're four years into a fucking relationship and you find out someone's been lying to you and you just kicked them to the curb for that. You're fucked. All you did is set yourself four years back. You're going to relive that same thing over and over and over until you learn to accept that person. This is how fucking life works. But Sevan, I refuse the blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. I'm just, I'm just telling you the fucking truth. No one is going to be perfect. Be an easy friend. Be an easy friend. When your friend's always showing up late, just tell them. Just be nice. Be like, hey, I, um, this is the 18th time you showing up late. I don't like it. Don't hold it inside. Accept them for it. 
Just accept them for it. It's who they are. Just accept. Just accept. You don't have to keep, quote-unquote, being friends with them. If your husband's a fucking drug addict, you don't have to stay married to him. But I'm telling you, just like hating him, uh, finding out your boyfriend cheated on you and just hating on him. Only it, Hunter was talking about this in the beginning of the show. At the end of the day, it's just your story. You're going to be the one stuck with the hate. At the end of the day, when Hunter retires, he's going to be stuck with the story. It's his story, right? So, so, so it, it's just a game. But man, like turning turning something into just hate. Because it's like what you're supposed to do or because you emotionally got hurt and then carrying it around the rest of your life. Fuck that. Do not do that. Do not fuck yourself like that. You're you're not hurting that person. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that fucking website. I fucking hate that. It was creepy. When I saw it, I was like, this is just bad. It's just it's setting up a bad narrative for people to all create anger in this little room. And I'm sure that there's definitely some circumstances in there where they protected themselves from somebody. Yeah, I'm sure, too. And I, I, I see the value in that. But then there's this other piece, which is the one that we're discussing right now. And it freaked me out. I was like, dude, online culture, like it's nasty. Hey, I don't think if I you're a single man, I don't think there's any problem with you if you were dating five or six girls. More like fifty or sixty. Yeah. The, what? What? So what? What? What the fuck is the problem with that? And they're all doing the same exact thing. I called a friend out on this. Um, we were hanging out, and she was trying to tell me that she was such a, uh, you know, uh, dainty, uh, graceful lady. And I was like, "You've been on like several dates in the past, like forty-eight hours, and you're trying to paint yourself as a picture. Like you're." You're in the same boat as all these guys that you're frustrated with. Yeah. Oh, th- I'm so thankful I'm married to God. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, I got five minutes and then we got to start training camp. Tell me anything you want to talk about. Where's the nitty gritty you want to go into? Who are we going to hate on next? Oh, uh, I want to know what happened with, um, uh, bunker, 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 babes, bunker, uh, the, the great fucking Alexander, uh, what happened? With- oh, so j- I do want to say this real quick. So we were talking about typing things into the internet and like things that you can't be protected by. I just typed in the word tits nice. into Google and you, you can't, dude, you can't even believe what popped up. You can't even believe what popped up. Is it a, is it a man, woman? No. Well, there's, it's everything, but how, like, like they really care if YouTube cares that I suggest exercise and diet as a cure for COVID and I get kicked off. You can just type in tits. You wouldn't even believe it. It is. It, they are really some of the greatest tits I've ever seen, though. It's really remarkable. Got to get after it, dude. Remind smoke me. Stay em, on- smoke them if you got them. Yeah. But you're right. There's no protection. Okay. Battle Bunker. What's going on with Battle Bunker? We just finished our online uh, basically like open piece. And now everybody is moving forward into the regional piece, which will start in June. And is, is this just a shitload of work? Is this just a detraction from your high rocks shit? I mean, I basically make sure that the workouts are good and make sure that like, you know, we're just kind of changing things up for the athletes and making sure that like this all aligns perfectly. When I say perfectly, it just like aligns the best way possible. Um, other than that, like Austin's really running the business. So I, I know he's definitely in the thick of it, but that's what happens when you start a business. Okay. And, and yeah. uh, let him know that I'll do anything I can to help him uh, promote it, to get eyeballs on it. Um, have you? Have you guys? Has he thought about working with um, uh, what's uh, Hiller on this? 
Um, I'm sure we should probably connect the two guys. I think you'd have an absolute blast. Yeah, and and, and Hiller's it's it's all it's good to get Hiller. Hiller's a passionate dude, so you get him involved in it, and somehow. This guy was an actual beast out here, that Frenchman. What do you think about that form leaning back like that? That's okay. Well, in reality, dude, he's not bending his legs, so it is a form of a strict press. What I really want to see I agree. people is move move weights. You know what? Like, this is a competition. We're new to the business. Like, I'm not an asshole. That guy's strong as fuck. He put the bar overhead, so I'm not crying about it. Good for him. Did you watch any of the – have you been following the CrossFit scene at all? A little bit, man. Like, I mean, I try. I'm always a fan of CrossFit, but there's just so many things going on. And the people that I used to really be fans of are kind of like are kind of pulling out. I don't even know. Like, there's always like another 14 year old that can snatch 300 pounds showing up. So I don't even know who to follow anymore. If if um, if Rich Froning, I, I was asking at the beginning of the show before you came on, if Rich Froning could come in there at 35 years old and take this. um this high rocks from you and people in the comments were like, there's no way the high rocks is about uh, sprinting about fast running. And there's no way rich is fast enough. Well, it's definitely about fast running. I mean, he could probably match me on a lot of the stations, but there's no way he's going to match me on the run. Just the same way. Like I can't match him in Olympic lifting. He's been Olympic lifting for, you know, decades plus, and I've been running for decades plus. So it's just time on your feet or time under the bar. Is there anyone um, guy, in the world you think hiding anywhere that they could drag out that could beat you, or there's just no way? I think there's definitely dudes that could give me a run for my money, but I think the amount of development that it would take, they're just far enough behind me that by the time I probably get out, they won't catch me in time. And they may beat my record. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you, like Roman, <laughs> that guy Roman who took second of the games last year, like made a post on the morning chalk-up thing about him wanting to compete. So I said $20,000 cash. If you could beat me, um, he did not respond. I don't know if he can speak English properly. So maybe that was the, that was the holdback. Everyone speaks that $20,000. Everyone speaks that. Yeah. I said to $20,000 cash. Usually when I put like bonuses up like that for people, everyone will talk shit and then they never show up. Um, I wish people offered me cash to go do stuff like that, but nobody does. Um, uh, Rich actually squats to death on depth on wall balls, so he would struggle on high rocks. Ouch! He's suggesting that the people don't squat to depth in high rocks. Dude, you should go read that morning chalk up post. The amount of hate that these people put in. CrossFitters are the biggest pussies I know. Not necessarily the athletes. I'm talking about the community. Like you guys are. So... No, the athletes are pussies too. The athletes are pussies too. Well, here's my thought. Okay. You guys, you guys are so scared of being convinced that you're not as cool as you think you are that as soon as anybody else shows up, you'd start throwing rocks at them. So they run away from whatever you guys think is the truth. Well, we We're really are that cool. We really are that. We're the fittest people in the Starbucks and the Walmart always. Yeah, exactly. It is a hateful community. You guys are a crooked bunch of fucks. Don't be an asshole. I'm not being an asshole. I just say, like, we should always settle things in parking lots, not online. Like, I'll fight the fuck out of any of you guys. Um, but other than that, like, you know, it's a pretty gosh darn cool sport. I think more people should show up that have talents and just give it a test. Roman's too big. Roman can't. I, you're Hunter. Hunter is correct. Beefcakes. Uh, Hunter is uh, just absolutely too. Um, you're not beatable. I appreciate you showing a little bit of humility. You're not beatable. Not today. Oh, uh, what? What's the date? What's the actual date of the competition? The Hyrox comp? May twenty sixth. I'll compete. Uh, next weekend in Anaheim just to get like a, a brusher upper and then I'll compete at the world championships May 26 in Manchester. Okay. And um, what, what one, one final thing, what, what will you look like on May 27th? 
Will you be able to do a podcast on May 27th, the day after you win? I could. I could. You, I don't know, to be honest. I'll probably go drinking and stuff. Like, but I understand. I'm a fan of this show, man. I love hanging out with you, so anything. Hey, if you guys could set up, I don't want to fight Roman. I would love to fight the Buttery Bros. Let's set that up, dude. Let's meet them in a parking lot. I'll donate all the money to charity, and we'll just beat the piss out of these dudes. Okay, I'm going to I'm call Susan now and, and have him send you a um, – when we get off and have them send you a uh, text to schedule you for May 27th. Awesome, dude. Um, guys, thanks so much for having me. And I always have a blast being here, man. I cannot wait for you to get back on YouTube. You're the true hero of the day. So keep on spreading the good word. Bye, Mr. Hunter. Thug love, guys. See ya. Great training today. Bye, brother. Hunter McIntyre. Okay. Let me see what's going on here. Uh, let's see if we can... Um... We'll call uh, Sousa really quick. I should just have Sousa's phone number in here. I, 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 it's weird that I don't. I don't have anyone's phone number in here. <laughs> 6831. Now you know the last four numbers of Sousa's phone. <laughs> what was the date? May 27th we need to schedule him? The day after? May 27th? Heber and Mars are doing their thing. No one needs to fight. It's peace and love. Peace, peace, peace and love. Peace and love. Peace, peace, peace and love. All right. Uh, short show today. We reached Matt. We message. What do you guys think about that thing? I guess a part of me is just in denial that the whole Epstein thing is real. I guess we'll talk about this tomorrow. But when I see that that's what's her name, Cindy McCain, Julie McCain, John McCain's ex-wife, living wife, John McCain's widow. That's what she's called. When I see that the widow said that they've known all along, I'm like, holy shit, this shit really is fucked up. Oh, Hector. Oh, Hector giving the first three. Hector giving the first three. Holy <laughs> shit. Susan, what's up, dude? Hey. Hey. Uh, so we accidentally gave out. We purposely gave out. It's not accidental. We've now given out um, uh, the first, your area code and the last four numbers of your phone number on the air. <laughs> so someone would, have to, someone would have to guess three numbers to call you. <laughs> I feel like if they sin, we would have prize. It's kind of funny. I'm performing a cardinal sin right now, too. I'm actually coaching a class. Oh, okay. Good. I'll be really but quick. They're, but they're on a 5K run. Oh. So it's kind of weird because now they, they, they're already warmed up and they're, they're gone. They're out like past on like a, one of the larger streets. So I'm kind of standing here by myself right now. So it works out perfectly. Tomorrow we're back on YouTube. Fantastic. I went and looked. It, it said one day left. I really wanted to get Hunter to be that premiere show. I know. Fuck. I was trying to time it, too, and I just couldn't tell because it was so vague. I couldn't tell if it was coming back today or if it was coming back at midnight or what was happening. So that was a bummer. But we're back tomorrow, so it's good. Hey, um, Hunter is running uh, the Hyrox World Championships May 26th, and he said he will try his best to come on the show May 27th. So I think we should schedule that. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to, is he on right now? No, he's off. He left. Okay. I'm going to um, text him right now and then put it in our thing while I'm remembering it. All right. Okay, cool. All, All right, right dude. Thank you. Oh, are you, are you good? What are you doing tomorrow morning? Are you coming on the show? The welcome back to YouTube? The uh, you... Fuck, I wish. 
I'm coaching all the way until 10 o'clock. All right. Maybe we should do like, maybe we should do a crazy show, like a a, a 24 hour show tomorrow. Welcome back to YouTube show, 12 hour show, midnight show, maybe a midnight show tonight, maybe a midnight show tonight. If it lets us back on. Yeah. All right. We got James Newberry tomorrow evening too. Okay. Perfect. What what is tomorrow? Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. Yep. All right. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. Bye. Matthew Souza best executive producer anyone could have for a show. Uh, Susan needs to hire some coaches. Well, this show just needs to make some money. I need to just like activate on these, on these sponsors. The guy, the guy needs money to live. Um, all right. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Still no word on the Frisbee show. I'll call Brian now. Thank you, everyone. Hope you enjoyed Hunter's return to the show. Bye-bye.